smoke whiskey. Listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up to you, How much coffee did you drink before? You can't polish a sneaker, right? (laughs) Throw throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Catone. Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone and Joe Guarneri, and we are presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com, allow us to be your voice. And listen, uh, you can see us on YouTube at Joe. I think people would like to see us. No, you you want to be watching this with Mark and want to you know? see your ugly mugs. They want to see them. <laughs> yeah, they, they want it. They want to see me. I'm a cross between Jack Nicholson and The Shining, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. For <laughs> so you can see us on you. This is what I mean. You can see us on YouTube. Just yeah. make sure you type in Corso and Catone. All of our shows will pop up. Hey, subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. Tell everybody we want you following us. So, uh, but if you can only listen, that's fine too. You can do that on iTunes Radio, the iHot Radio app. And for you Alexa listeners, just go ahead and say, Alexa, play Corso and Catone uh, podcast on iHot, and uh, we will pop up. So check us out on Twitter, at Corso underscore Catone. And, of course, our Mark Our Heated Hotline, 855-313-PATS. Very, very popular. Call 24-7. Anything's on the table. Leave us a message. Joe's going to go through. Pick the one to uh, be on the show. And the one could be yours. So eight five five. I called her last week. Hmm. I think Brad Marshall was listening to the show. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, that's why. That's why we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But eight five five three one three seven two eight seven heated hotline. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, everybody have a nice week. Oh yeah, baby. What's hey? What's the temperature over there? Just oh, curious. today's not bad, Chris. It's like fifty-eight Beautiful. degrees. Beautiful today. Oh, that's yeah. nice. It's yeah. seventy-five here. But oh, uh, just wanted to let you know. So, well, listen, we got a packed show today. Uh, we're going to have, in addition to Heated Hotline, we're going to have our weekly rewind. A lot, Mark, a lot happened this week. So we, they yeah. flake gates back in the mix. Got these, got Celtics trades. And uh, there's some people in the NFL, one player in particular, <laughs> saying some real stupid, stupid stuff. So we, and, and listen, I'm told, I don't know what it is, but I'm told Catone's comments is, uh, is definitely worth the watch. So make sure you stick around. And uh, everybody in the nation, the Pats Nation, hey, we're going to have Coach's Corner, a lot to discuss there. And, of course, our breakdown of Super Bowl 56, Rams, Bengals. And our two-minute warning, we're going to uh, acknowledge a couple of players that uh, probably deserve it, I, I would think. So, guys, you ready for Heated Hotline? Let's go, Heated Joe. Hotline. Let's, Let's have it, it Joe. This is Tony from Worcester. You know what I love about you guys? You don't follow the narrative. Here we go again. We got another Brett Favre on the hands. Tom Brady, controlling the narrative, but once again, comes on Jim Gray. I don't know if you guys saw this, but goes on Jim Gray. Jim Gray doesn't ask a word about the Patriots and, and him not mentioning the Patriots and his uh, retirement. And then, and then what do we, he says, never say never. Is he going to retire? Never say never. Tom Brady, never say never. Got another Brett Favre, guys. Got another Brett Is that Derek? Was that his name? Derek from Worcester? Tony said Tony from Worcester. Tony? Tony Tony from Worcester. Tony. Okay, Tony, uh, listen, we appreciate the call. A lot of energy, Tony. A lot of energy. I can see why, Joe. I can see why you selected that one. people out there. Tony. These guys, these people got to call us at night, Chris. They they, they got all worked up. They They you know. That's what we get. We get the uh, the wee hour, the morning morning people. All right, Anthony. So let's talk. Mark and I are going to talk about this right now, and he brings up some things that everybody's thinking about. So, Mark, what do you make of that? Brady's interview on Jim Gray. He does that interview every Monday night Jim with Jim Gray, and, which and we know, you know he what? controls. And you know what? Yeah, he controls the narrative on that. He controls the questions and evidence. So he, I think that's another thing. Everything with Brady, Chris, is planned, right? It's all planned. So that was planned. He wanted to drop that in there, obviously. Yeah, scripted. It was scripted. The question was asked. He knew how he was going to react to the question. He wanted to throw that out there because, listen, Chris, I think he had enough of that clown act. And we've talked about this. He had enough of the clown down there, the cartoon character, Arians, yeah. obviously, right? I had enough of him. They got a bunch of free agents, Chris. I, 
I don't think they can sign them. He must have said to himself, get me the hell out of this clown show, right? He retired. Yeah. I think he probably asked them if they would let him go, and they said no, so he retired. And listen, Chris, I would. the only places I would see him playing is if something happens in, in, in Vegas and McDaniels picks that phone up with the spots he's got around him. Yeah. And he's got a ready-made team already in Frisco. And, and that's his childhood, you know, team, San Fran. I don't see him playing for anybody yeah. else. That's if, the team. If he comes back. Yeah, that's the team I think he'll end. I, and listen, I, I think he'll come back. I'm in that camp of, same thing what you said, that, that clown show circus act down there. And finally, the honeymoon was over, and he realized that this is not even close to what it needs to be and what I'm used to. I got to get the hell out of here. And you should yeah. see it's funny because you talk about the free agents they got there. Mike Evans is trying desperately to come on and talk about, you know, I think we're going to be good after Brady. You know, we'll be okay. You're going to suck. You're going to suck so God, bad. Chris, Godwin's a free agent. He's done. Fournette, He's Fournette's a free agent. Gone. The tight ends are free agents. Gone. Uh, uh, you know, the, the other running back, Jones, free agent. The other running back that they signed from Cincinnati, I forget his freaking name, uh, Bernard. Bernard, Free agent. Yeah. Like, everybody they got is on a one-year contract, Chris. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to have nothing left on offense. That team is done. And who who is the head, who's the head coach there now again? Who is that? Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Darth Vader. So, yeah, you know Mickey what? It, it, you're right. We don't forget who this is. So, that's it. So, Brady... So, he's going to pull... He's going to pull the act that, he, that he's... That Favre and the rest of them pulled where, you know, he's going to wait until all the free agent money is spent by... by um, the coo- Tampa. The, the so he knows Tampa cut. can't bring him back. Right. They can't bring him back. Any trades. All, and and so they're going to be locked in. So once, because he's not going to file his papers. He doesn't need to get on their pension plan. So no. he's got to, when you retire, you got to file pay. If you file papers with the league, you can't if you come remember back. Chris Gronk didn't file papers either. No, because they, they, all it is is getting on there. These guys are, they don't need to be on the NFL's pension at this point. So he'll wait and then he'll come, want to come back out. And the rule is, when he comes back out, you get so many days where you got to either pay him his contract, release him, you know, or trade him. So, in my opinion, how does this sound? A trade, and I don't think he's got a no trade clause. How about a trade to San Francisco for Garoppolo, who we know is done there? That's it. So, Garoppolo goes to Tampa, even up. You get Brady goes over there. Trey Lance, sit down and let Brady, because he'll win a Super Bowl there, Mark. It, it's he'll win a Super Bowl next year with that team. He'll win picture next year. him with Debo Samuel yeah, and next Kittle. Year they, next year they win the Super Bowl, yeah. yeah. And, and next year they win Super Bowl. I thought Rogers was gonna go to San Fran. Rogers, right? Listen, Rogers. I told you last week, Rogers in his Volkswagen flower car and he's driving across the country with that long hair getting Did you MVP. see him, Chris, he's, at the NFL awards. I can't watch that. That's unwatchable, in my opinion. But what what did he do? No, he showed up there. He had on, you're talking the flower car. He had on yeah. a, a mustard, whatever color suit he had on with the long hair. Right. Yeah, this is special. Why don't you win a goddamn ring, pal? Why don't you forget the MVPs? Why don't you be a real good team player? Do what you're going to do. Absolutely. Show some goddamn guts and be clutch. And I don't give a shit what you do in a regular season. I'm so sick of looking at him. Oh, father. Uh, Rogers is so great. What has he ever done under the money? When the yeah. lights are on and it's money time, what does he do? He chokes. He's a choker. Oh, and I'll tell him to his face, he's a choker. I want him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe. He threw those Hail Marys. Uh, as he won against Arizona. Yeah. But Chris, listen. The Super that's Bowl the he won against Pittsburgh. Oh, that was a leftover from uh, from uh, Fobbs guys, Holdman. right? Holdman's yeah. guys. And then, but even in that game, Chris, Pittsburgh kind of wet themselves in the fourth quarter. Oh it's my not God. like he did anything to win that game. Remember? Yeah, Tomlin pulled Tomlin. Yeah. You know, but yeah, listen. Um, yeah, but, but don't Anthony from Worcester. Listen, he retired for that reason only. And and you know what, Mark, I'm with him. This is going to be a pain in the ass. This is going to be constant listening to it. The whole lot. But it is Brett Favre again. He, it's either that or Brady needs to keep himself relevant so that he can build other things going on to keep his name relevant in the sports world. One of those well, two things. Well, this morning, Chris, I saw on so on, on, on my phone, he's he's in Costa Rica holding hands with the wife. They're walking on the beach. Yeah, you know. So maybe maybe he is done, Chris. I don't know. But like you said, Chris, he has to keep himself relevant 
to, 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 to build his brand into other things, maybe. I don't yeah. know. And as far as know. the other half of what Tony's asking about the fact that Jim Gray doesn't ask him anything about why he it's excluded. Scripted. It's all scripted, which Jim Gray lost all credibility in my book a long, long. Once he, once he, became, once he became Brady's little lackey over there to get things out in the press, he became that. So that's why he didn't talk about that. And last week we talked all about the statement and all of that. People, Mark, people are pissed in New England and they're going to stay pissed off. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way it's going to be. So Heated Hotline was presented by Studio 42 Design, Studio42Designs.com. And listen, Mark, so much, so much when it's hard. Listen, Joe, it's hard to come up. It's hard to narrow down the topics for Weekly Rewind. I we just love talk. the energy, man. I, when people call, if, if you want to get on, folks out there, call up. Give me some energy. Give me something good. I love yeah. it. But Weekly Rewind, it's tough to do. But let's get to it. There's a lot of stuff this week. There is. We're going back, back, going back through the week. But a Weekly Rewind. Weekly Rewind. And Joe, I'm changing up my shirts a little bit. As you can see, it's not just the red shirt anymore. Yeah. Everybody paying attention out there. That's why you have to see us on YouTube. You have to see. Times in one day, people think we're recording <laughs> these things. Mark, Deflategate's back in the news again. Explain what? why. Explain why, please. Please. That was ridiculous, Chris. But I don't even... Well, I guess this week a report came out, and, and who was... The, I forget who the local New England reporter was. Um, was It says that it's being reported that he, he's writing a book, I guess, and he's reporting that... The NFL, when they went into the locker room that, during that whole time period, um, went in. Troy Vincent, who was what vice president of something yeah, or other, right? right. The, whatever. With he had a league. big job there. He had a big job at that point, right? Goes in, fudges the numbers, right? They made it seem like ten out of twelve balls were. were it was like one ball that was off, and it was within the 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 the, the legal limit of being off because of weather. So really, technically, there probably was no balls that were deflated that particular day. They knew that he was deflating them, but if they went by the PSI, they probably could have could have could have thrown that case out. They didn't have a case. Don't get me wrong. Then they got into the the cell phones and the text messages. I'm not saying they didn't incriminate themselves right through that stuff, but the actual balls themselves that led to the, that whole investigation, Chris was made up it wasn't even factual information they made it up yeah and i think it was uh i'm looking for the guy who i think it's a uh, bob kravitz does that make does that sound right it might be i forget his name his name story. escapes me at this point <clears throat> yeah mark i mean this this is yeah and you know what's funny is it, it was 2015 they ignored the science they just completely ignored it you know the cold it's simple cold weather you're gonna have less air warmer weather more air based on the weather and what it does to the to the ball. And they took all the 2015 numbers, you know, the, the halftime, they went and checked yep. all the ball, in a lot of different games randomly, and everything was basically the same as what New England's was, based yep. on the cold weather, the warm weather, and so on. So basically what it turns out is that New England did nothing. They did nothing wrong. Yeah. But then it turned into, well, the cell phone and he's obstructing. It should have never been a story to begin with. And Chris, I think but, but, that's why but I think that was the start of that relationship becoming worse between Brady, Kraft, Belichick. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't they didn't Belichick didn't go to bat. He didn't go, go to bat for him and Kraft kind of caved. When I think Brady was telling them, but I didn't do it. There's nothing wrong with those goddamn balls. Right. Everybody in the league's doing it. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was, you know, it was ridiculous then. It's ridiculous now. Okay. But then they're saying, Chris, the follow up to that is they're saying, yes, they stuck it to them there. And, and Goodell acknowledges it. And then he does craft a favor because the Spygate, so called, with the Cincinnati Bengals was a hell of a lot, they're saying it's a hell of a lot worse than what was really reported. Goodell said we did an investigation, there was nothing to it, but they're saying there really was something to it, and that was his payback to Kraft for what yeah. he did in 2015 to them. I don't know if it's true, Chris, 
But that's what they What reported. a bunch of bullshit. You know what? Just call it right all the reported. way around. They're so corrupt. Mark, this is nothing new, though. We knew they were, everybody out there, all the conspiracy theorists, you're right. You were right then. You're right now. They were trying to put the screws to New England right. because it's bad for business. The owners were wanted them bad. The owners because it's, around the league. It's bad for business for one team to be winning all the time. It's just bad for business. This is what you want. You want Bengals. You want some of these teams. that, And I get it. They're lower markets. But it creates that parity. You can't have parity when you go one team that's kicking the crap out of everybody. And then even then, when they tried to do it, that same year they came back and they won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you know, they, they, they tried. It's clear. It's nothing new, Mark. Nothing new. And as far as Goodell, real quick. Did you hear him when he was interviewed about it oh, this Chris, week? Oh, that press conference was so bad. Oh, I haven't talked about I haven't talked about the flake game in a long time. He's like, I, I don't know. You look, and I don't know where those samples went. Okay. Yeah, there we don't go. keep track of that stuff. He yeah. said they went in the trash, Mark. Really? You <laughs> don't keep track of that stuff? Come on. Listen, so listen, we haven't talked. Um, yeah, that's a joke. I mean, it's a complete joke. We got screwed, and uh, now they're happy. So, Mark, we haven't talked Celtics in a while. No, we and, have not, uh, Chris. This week was the trade deadline. They made two moves. So break down, break down the first. Well, move. actually, they, they made th- they made uh, three. Moves. They made a yeah, kind of, a smaller yeah. insect that bull bull yeah. and PJ. Dozier. So they moved, they moved, they moved Schroeder, and they moved. Um, what's the other guard? What was well, the they moved. Chris? So the one trade was jo- Richardson, 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 uh, and a two thousand and a twenty-two first-round pick. It's protected. Uh, yep. I think it's one through four, one through eight. Um, to the Spurs in exchange for Derek White. So, you know, what do you make of that? You I like think the deal? Is it good? I like, Are they I like better the or worse? I like the deal, Chris, because if you look at the, the landscape of the NBA, yeah, he's making $17, $18 million a year, but that's technically NBA-wise, that's cheap money. I mean, shoot, every, everybody's making over $20 million in the NBA. Oh, right? my God, yeah. So, so, so the kid plays defense. The kid can score. Yeah. And the kid can distribute the basketball – I think he's a better version of Marcus Smart, believe it or not. In my opinion, I think he's a better version of Marcus Smart. Nobody hears about him because he's playing in San Antonio. San Antonio's in a rebuild. They, 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 so so you don't really hear about him. Listen, he had to have impressed Brown and Tatum and this coach because they played together in some some in San, in, in San Antonio he tournament. played. Yeah, and he no, played for they Adoku. played on an he played on an international team with those guys in Smart was on that international team too, so they knew who this kid was. Yeah, and and, and Stephen he said, for San Chris, Antonio when Adoku was there. Yes, absolutely. And 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 Stephen said it was too good to pass up when we we found out he was available. It was too good to yeah. pass up. Well, he was drafted in seventeen. He averaged the fourteen and a half per game, uh, forty forty two percent from the floor, thirty one percent free uh three pointer, and averaged about five assists a game. Mark, he had that last night. In his debut, or was that yeah. a yeah? His and, debut and last night, Chris, he had 15 a lot of, points, a lot of these, re- yeah, these so-called <laughs> experts are saying, well, 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 I'm not impressed with the deal. I don't like the deal. What's there not to like about the deal? You're right, Chris. He's he just stepped on the court and he gave you his right. average. Yeah, he's and he's he's signed through 25, okay, and he's got the 73 million dollar contract. He's gonna he's gonna hit 15 against the cap this season, um, and it goes up about a million dollars each year against the cap, which Mark again is not. It, it's not for, a ton of for, money, Chris. Yeah, for NBA purpose, that's not a lot of money. And they use some of that Fournier. Now they start, they, you know, I'm happy they used it for something good now. They used yeah. the Fournier trade exemption to accommodate some of the salary. And by the way, they're getting back. They're getting another exemption by moving Richardson. Yep. So they're going to get something else in return. And they freed up money, Mark, right? They, they, they freed up money. And listen, Chris, all what these moves did was it sets them up for the summer. The, the, the elephant in the room has been, for the last two years, has been Bradley Beal. Okay. Yeah. Well, now Beal's available. Okay. He could take a max contract for like $240 million with Washington. He could. Yeah. He could come to us or any other team for $4 million, uh, four years, like $180 million, $185 million, I think. Okay. So, yeah, you could grab another $50 million with, with with Washington. But you can still grab $185 million, Chris, and try to win a ring. You're never winning a ring with Washington. So if your goal as an NBA player is make money, he's going to make $185 million and win a ring, this is the kid's chance. So now you're going to put the, the press on to try to impress this kid to get him here. Because I think now, Chris, you got the pieces around with him right. coming in, it, you may have to move Marcus Smart and bring in a couple of veterans, mid-level veterans, like yeah. they did when they brought in House and Posey back in the day, right? When they had Garnett and those guys. You may have to do that again, 
But if you bring in a guy like Beal, Chris, and I think they set themselves up for that, you look around the league, I think we could win it. Well, and again, the other thing, this Derek White, to me, he's going to push. I think he's going to push smart, you know, out of relevancy. Oh, absolutely he is. You know, and then and then I think so. Um, and then the other trade, uh, we knew Schroeder was going to be on his way out. So Schroeder, uh, Ennis Cantor, Freedom, uh, Bruno Fernando, guys you needed to get off your books. You had to get them okay? off the books. And they bring back Daniel Tice. I don't have a problem with that, Mark. Yeah, Especially for the money. I a problem with him, Chris. He's, he's, he give you good num. He'll give you good minutes. He's tough. Go ahead, Mark. He's tough. He'll go under the boards, Chris. He'll play that dirty game under there. He'll whack you in the beans. He'll do. He'll grab you. They, they got nobody that does that though, Chris. Think about it. Who's gonna no. go under there and give somebody an elbow to the beans? They don't do that, no. right? And and they'll he'll and, do some of that. I'm not saying he's an all star, Chris, no. but he gives you something off the bench you didn't have. He gives Williams some breather. Yes. Who, by the way, I feel like. I feel like he's. I told you. I think he's getting better and better. What he did to joke. What he did to joke it last today in the fourth quarter last night. Yeah, I give you credit for that one. You've liked that kid now for two years. I wasn't crazy about him, but I've come around on him. And and you called it last year, Chris. You said no, no, no. This kid's going to be a player. I'm telling you. You called it, Chris. You've you've been high on Williams. I like the chemistry that the, the potential chemistry with Brown, Tatum, White, Williams. I'm liking that. Yep. And now, like yeah. you, Mark says, and he's been saying it about Beal all along, bring this dude Chris, in. That's the elephant in the room. This yeah. is your shot this summer. If you don't get him, well, you know what? And, and, and look, where's he going to go? I mean, Philadelphia and and and, and he's not going to Philly. Brooklyn. They got all, you know. They, that, he's not going to Brooklyn. He's not going, he going to Milwaukee. Go to the heat? He's not going to the Heat. He's not, he's going, not going to, to the Milwaukee. Lakers. They can't afford it. Lakers the Lakers are a mess. Him. So wait, you're right. Where's he going, Chris? You know, so, and he likes those guys. Yeah. He's a life. He's been friends with Tatum since they were kids. So, right. and so that's what the Celtics. You know, they they made some moves this week. It was good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm liking what Stevens did in his first, um, you know, trade season. Listen, he did a hell of a lot more than Ainge has done the last couple of years d- during the, the, the trade deadline. Well, Ainge Ainge developed that reputation of trying to rake people. You know, l- looking for their firstborn. Yeah. You know. So, and Mark, the only other thing that, you know, we could, we could talk about a million things, but the thing I know you wanted to talk about too, Jonathan Allen for Washington. What did this fool do this week? You know what, Chris, we've talked about this, the, 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 the mentality of some of these modern athletes, right? So, so, and, and, and this whole social media craziness and nonsense, right? So somebody asked him in Twitter, Hey, um, if there were three people you could have dinner with, who would it be? Well, he starts out all right. He says his granddad. Hey, great. You know what? Probably never met the man. Maybe he passed away before he was born. Hey, it, it, that's great. You want to have dinner with your granddad. And then he says Michael Jackson. Okay, listen. Whatever. Hey, I'd like know? to have dinner. I'd like to have dinner yeah. with Michael Jackson. Don't I, I, you want to know? Michael Jackson's all right. Hey, listen. That'd be a hell of an entertaining dinner, right? You could sure. ask him a ton of questions, right? Yeah, make him but, do the moonwalk at, yeah. for dessert. Moonwalk? What? Moonwalk? Wow. That was his signature move, Mark. Hey, who are you kidding? You were in high school. You were doing that moonwalk all the time in elementary school. Yeah. Wearing the jacket and the glove. (laughs) (laughs) Joe had the glove. I had the glove. Joe, you had the glove, Joe? (laughs) Skeffington made me do the dance. Mr. Skeffington. Wow. Jesus Christ. I was showing a friend of mine, like, behind everybody. I was sneaking it to him. Oh, what's that, Joe? What, What do you got there? Oh, I got the, the glove. <laughs> had to get up in front of the whole class. Yeah, we we yeah. were all doing that in high school. You know, this and was then, the guy in high school. I just got this picture sent to me today. Look at this fool in high school. Oh, good God. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the bright lighting, Christopher, you look the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, the, the hairline. Then the third person he wanted to have dinner with, Chris, was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> what? Like I, his excuse was, you know, he he was a great military mind. Wow, what? Uh, and it's not funny. I'm not laughing at how atrociously evil this dude Hitler was, but just that some more. Uh, yeah, Chris. First of all, listen. Let's not even talk about the fact about what the man, what he did. I'm not even going to get into that, okay? It, that's beyond even explanation. Beyond and everybody evil. knows it. I'm not going to get into it. But then he said he's a great military leader. 
He's military strategy, Chris. He was fighting on two fronts. That alone, he wasn't even a good military strategist. What they the hell lost. Are you talking about? He lost. They lost. lost. They lost. I'm not talking about the other nonsense, the craziness. I, I, mean, I don't know what these guys think, Chris. But you know what, Chris? The nature of society today. He got away with it. Like, it just disappeared. It was a, a, a two-minute thing. I apologize. I wasn't thinking, but, but, but nobody, like, that should have been a big thing, Chris. That's, As a that's... Jewish, if I was a Jewish American, oh, my God, Chris, I, I, I would be out of my mind that this fool made that comment. There's a person that needs some some counseling. You know what Alan gets? Here's what he gets. As soon as I get home, the first thing I'm going to do is punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's right. Jackie Gleason, smoking the Bandit. It. Yeah. Listen, um, yeah, Mark, I have nothing more to add to that. I mean, it's just absurd. I mean, we it's had to bring it up ridiculous. just because Absolutely. It was, it, it, it's so disgusting. The, the, the comment is so disgusting. It's and, just and you had dumb. to bring it up. It, it's just dumb. dumb. I mean, I you know, so and if he's saying that, if he's saying that on Twitter or whatever, answering a question in public, I don't imagine what the hell he's talking about behind closed doors. This Allen, this Allen guy, holy I don't really crap! Because it takes, I would think it takes a lot of eggs or plain flat out stupidity, which I think is the latter, to make that statement. Yeah, stupidity, exactly. So, stupidity. Yeah. So many other things we could have gotten to, and we'll get to them next week. We'll talk Chris, just some next Bruins. week. I do want to talk a little bit next week, not today, about Bruins. Mm-hmm. And Brad yeah. Marchand next week. Oh, my God. Six-game suspension. Stupid. Yeah. Right after your captain Stupid. goes down with a concussion. Stupid. Yeah. But next week, we need to talk about them, Chris. A lot's been happening with them. Yeah. We're going to do B's and C's, Bruins, Celtics. Uh, for those of you who, like, are on a time warp, that's Bruins and Celtics, B's and C's. So, <laughs> we, we, well, Chris, football will be over. This is it. This I know. Is, this is it. Oh, uh, it's so sad. Doesn't it Doesn't it feel like we were doing, just yesterday, we were doing our pre, preseason show? And just for the record, you did pick the Rams in your preseason show. What the hell are we going to do for eight months? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Weekly Rewind was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? Specialsaucepodcast.com. Hey, Mark, when we come back, Mark, Mark tells me that this is going to be probably his best, if one of his best, if not his best, Catone's comment. So right on the other side. Tune in to Special Sauce Podcast, wherever you podcast. What's your special sauce? Time for Katone's Comments! So, Chris, last night, and Joe, I think my, my wife and I, we ended up going to dinner, right? I go out to dinner. I want a nice, pleasurable experience. Pleasurable. I want to relax. I want a pleasurable experience. I pull up to the restaurant. I want to be able to park my car. And I want to be able to walk in. No. You pull up. You got to valet your car. Okay, I got to valet the car. I got to wait for somebody to come and take the car and my keys. Right? Guy's going to get in my car. Right? He probably just went to the bathroom, peed, wiped his ass. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. And now he's going to touch my steering wheel with his dirty hand. Uh, I right? to put his dirty hands with COVID all over my steering wheel, my shifter. Okay, fine. Right? Then they play with the seat. They're going to put the seat back. I got little legs. I can't reach the goddamn gas out. <laughs> right? So now they want to play with the seat. Then they put the radio, the decibels. It's for dolphins for crying out loud. The dolphins can hear it. They turn the decibels up so much. Right? Now you're going to the restaurant. Okay, we're going to the restaurant. No problem. Now maybe I can relax. Maybe. We'll see. You get in. We sit down. I said, ah, you know what? We touch doors, this and that. I'm going to go in the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, wash my hands nice, nice, so they're clean. So we eat dinner. I go in there. They got a bathroom attendant. Passing. They're giving you something to do with. Oh, I want to pee in peace. Excuse my language. I don't want to see the attendant. I'm scared in there. I don't want to. I want to be by myself. Okay. I go to the bathroom. Now, Chris, the guy 
I go, I wash my hands, right? He gives me the thing to dry my hands. Well, what's the, 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 the good the thing you're supposed to do? I guess etiquette, you're going to tip the guy. Well, now I just wash my hands. I got to go touch dirty money. Dirty money to tip this imbecile. This imbecile who's sitting there with the, the paper towels to dry your hands. So now I got to tip them. And then I got to wash my hands again. So now I wash See, it gives you another towel. I ain't this food again. I forget it. Handle with a towel. I throw it out. Okay. Now I go sit down. I order my dinner. Whatever. We order a couple appetizers. Whatever. So now the appetizers come. The full waiter is he's bringing the main course. We're not done with the appetizers. Well, first of all, you can't order the appetizers and sit like normal people and relax. Now everything is rushed. After I have my appetizers, I'll order my dinner. That way I can relax. I'll have a drink. Nice, nice. No, can't do that. Got to order everything at once. Now the idiots, rather than pacing it. Listen, it's common sense. Pace out the dinner. Pace it. Now what you're reading is ice cold because now we're sticking it on the table. Right? Come on. Jesus Christ. So now, okay, that happens. No problem. So now you eat main course. I order the veal steak. They load the dish with all these vegetables. Vegetables, I don't even know what they look like. I don't know what they are. I've never seen them, never heard of them. I said to my wife, what the hell are these things? I don't know what they are, right? Okay. So now, the veal steak is the size of my big toe. Are you kidding me? I spent all this money for a piece of veal steak the size of my big toe? Then, to finish the night off, you order coffee, maybe a piece of dessert. They give you the dessert, no coffee. They bring you the coffee after you eat the dessert. What? I, I was so beside myself when I went home. I, I had to go home and pour a glass of bourbon. My hand was shaking. <laughs> Crying out loud. How's that different than any other night? <laughs> Mark. Okay. Joe, I think some of this needs to be unwrapped, no? <laughs> um, first of all, this restaurant, I really think well, they I'm should not gonna be calling... The, I'm not going to mention the name. No, no. I don't think they would, you know. But I think they should start calling it Mar the Big Toe Steak. Don't you, Joe? Yeah. Big Toe Steak. Big Toe Steak. Big and toe listen, steak. For, for those of you who don't know, a <laughs> shift, a shifter is 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 the handle that you put into ge the gear you know you put into reverse neutral but what do you drive, call it what's the a shifter i haven't called i haven't heard it calling a shift called a shifter since 82 I, I, well i don't know what it's called <laughs> mark listen joe i mean no, 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 you want the dirty valet guy with his dirty hands well for, you, the, you know i have to i gotta get a new car then at this point me, get me. Are you at it? Yeah. Like, are you? I don't want anybody. I, I can't. Like I said, I don't bring the car to the car. They got to get inside my car. No, 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 no. I don't want anyone touching things. Yeah, I'm with no. you. That that pressure to have to valet the car because where you are, there are no parking spaces anyway. No they parking. all take up to taken up by the valet people, right? Yep. Yep. And the tip, Joe. The tip. He, Mark, you're so right about the tip. I very rarely carry cash anymore. No. Nobody carries cash anymore. Nobody does. Right. So now you're in the toilet. Okay, and like Mark said, I agree. You got to pee in peace, right? No, listen, I, you chat in. Let us know, okay? Because you can hear us live on Podbean. Just so you know, you can interact with us with us while we're recording. You who who out there likes to go to the bathroom in front of people with somebody just standing there? It isn't like they're doing their business too. You're standing. They're just standing there waiting for you, Mark. Talk about stage fright. Chris, you don't understand. I was I, last night. I was absolutely out of my mind. Out of my mind. The big toe steak, though, is big toe steak. Big toe steak. <laughs> that that has to be marketed. Yeah, Mark. I mean, I you know, I I can't agree. I Mark, Joe, I gotta agree with the guy. Oh, I, I mean, totally agree. I mean, normally I, I think he's I just crazy. But... I feel bad for that attendant too. Like, what what's he done in his life that it was like? He's Who wants to sit in a what? dirty bathroom? You're sitting in a dirty bathroom. Well, I assume this was a nicer top. restaurant. It's probably no, how it, dirty can it be? No, it's still a bathroom. I don't care how nice the restaurant is. Yeah, Mark doesn't it. go to dump. No, 
it's a nice, it was nice, but but it's not the point, Chris. It's still a, a bathroom, right? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm I'm with you, dude. Um, I don't want to go to the bed. And yeah, you're right. They give you the towel, and it's like you know, it's just that awkward. Yeah. You know, here's a, here's some money. You know, you should just give them like ten bucks and say, you know what, this is for the night. This is just this is for Get the, the hell night. out of here. Go home, pal. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, just be thankful that the dude that's giving you the towel in the bathroom isn't the same guy that's parking your car. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where it was going. I did too. I did too. He's gonna to recognize him from the bathroom, you know. Oh, oh that kills me. The valet guys. That's the oh, they're, they're touching everything in the car. Please. Well, just so everybody knows, <clears throat> we're gonna be doing a promotion at some point where um, one lucky fan is gonna be able to follow Mock around um, for <laughs> for an afternoon, and, he, and they may be taking part of the next Katon comments uh, just by doing that. So, excellent, Mock. Excellent. You uh, did not disappoint. This week, Catone's comments was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. When we come back, everyone in the nation, Pat's Nation, have a lot of football talk right after this. that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Now back to Corso and Catone and the Pat Nation. Back in with Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel, and uh, everyone in the Pats Nation and everybody out there, welcome back and uh mark we got a lot of football talk super bowl yeah. but first 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 i think we got some coaching things to discuss don't we i think we do chris coaches we corner, definitely Joe. do do Let's it have it coach's corner Mark, after this week, I think I'm a Cincinnati Bengal fan. We you tell everybody what happened this week if you if you've been living in a cave? Well, so the Patriots, of course, we know last week they lost McDaniel, right? We know that. We talked about that last week. Yeah. And then <clears throat> this week they go and they bring back Joe Judge to be an offensive, uh, I don't know, assistant consultant. I I don't know what he is, assistant. I guess I don't know. So. Th- the rumor was they were going to bring back Bill O'Brien to be offensive coordinator. He's now offensive coordinator down in Alabama. That doesn't happen. So the logical thinking is Joe Judge is going to call offensive plays because because he what a job he did in New York after Garrett got fired. Thirty first in the league. Yeah, what a job he did with Daniel Jones. Thirty first in the league, the offense, Mark. Thirty first. So what the hell is the offense going to look like? I mean, what's it? Gonna, well, okay. Well, Chris, well, he, all, this is not a respect. Right. This was not a respected guy in the locker no. room. No. Joe Judge. No. The players couldn't stand them. No. So they're going to bring him back here. Yeah. What free well, agent? And you need receivers. <laughs> the only thing I can think, Chris, is is maybe, maybe you're going to bring in a guy like Adam Gaze to be quarterback coach and help with the play calling because he, he was a decent quarterback coach. I'm not saying he was a good head coach, but quarterback coach. or may I, I don't know, Chris. It, it, I, I, if you're born in Joe Judge to be offensive assistant, it doesn't seem like O'Brien's coming here, right? That doesn't seem like that's happening. No, so, and by now it would because they have to make decisions, do things. Um, senior Bowl just passed, and and Combine's going to be coming up. So, according to Chris Seth Wickersham's book, right? If you read through that, he he makes a comment about um, when 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 McDaniel's was leaving to go to Indy. Belichick's thought was he was going to 
be able to take a little bit more control of the offense because it's something he wanted to do. Oh. And he would guess what? It says right in the book, Chris, that he was going to promote Joe Judge to work with him around the offense. But Belichick would be the brains behind it, and and and, and Judge would be the guy who would work in the meetings. And 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 so if that's the the formula he's going to go with, Chris, that's going to fail miserably. It's just retread after retread. You know what I mean? It's just recycling the same gun. And I'm sorry. It's recycling the same garbage that you've been recycling. Well, I'm Chris, not they saying don't wanna, Joe Chris, Judge they don't is going to pay anything. Chris, what no, are they paying for that, coaches? Well, because Judge is, is getting paid from the Giants are paying him. My understanding. Judge is probably here for free. My understanding is Belichick's got like a $20, 25000000 million a year deal. Okay? Yep. And my understanding of the structure is he has autonomy to pick the coaches, but he's yep. the one who pays them. Okay. So he's paying the coaches. So that comes out of his twenty twenty five million. Chris. That's my understanding. It's hard to believe. Okay. So they've always coaching has always been on the cheap with them. Okay. It, it just has, which tells you what a good coach. Except Belichick for McDaniel's. Is. Except for McDaniel's, right? Which tells you what a good coach Belichick actually is, because he's had crap around them, and now, you know. Mark, I can't yeah, imagine Chris, what the this locker isn't, room's going to be is like. This is the worst. Dude. But Chris, if you looked at them last year, okay, if you looked at the pre-snap penalties, you look at the you, you you look at special teams, you look at the undisciplined nature of what they were doing in certain situations, Chris. I would say they were a poorly coached team. Yes, I'm not saying, absolutely. I'm, overall, Chris, when you look at all the different positions and position groups, they were a poorly coached team. Especially, so what on, makes especially think, on special teams. So what makes us think, Chris, they're going to be any better next year? What's going to what's going to make that any better? Nothing. I when mean, you just, got the same cast of buffoons around you, you. You tell me Belichick's focusing more on the offense. That doesn't make me feel a hell of a lot better, you know, because <laughs> as wonderful of a coach he is, I'm right? listen. I'm 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 curious if they said, "Hey, Joe Judge is coming back and he's going to be the special teams coach." Okay, I'm okay with that. Because well, I do, he's not Chris, a terrible do, Chris, coach. He's going to be an offensive. I, I do think one of his duties will definitely be overseeing special teams. I think that imbecile they got doing special teams is probably going to now report to Joe Judge, and Joe Judge will oversee what goes on with special teams. There's no way they can leave that kid in charge. He's the Oatmark. You know what? I don't, I'm sick and tired of this shit. He's the OC. You know he's the OC, okay? It's irritating as hell because Belichick, and I'm not saying it because of a racial issue. I don't, I don't see Belichick as that. But to get around, he wants the guys he wants. And he doesn't want to go through all the uh, all the other stuff and the rules. So he don't want to go through the rules and go through the interviews, Chris. So he for I But I, I think it's for, I think it's simply because he wants who he wants. Yes. Not because he, he doesn't want to give a minority a chance. No, Chris. He's always he had, had he's always that, uh, had yeah. people of he's always had them them people of color on his staff. Yeah. Always. Cornell, the issue with him, Chris, you know. is you're right. He wants what he wants. He's old school. Listen, right. I want Chris to be Don't my tell defensive me what coordinator. Yep, yeah. You're hired as defensive coordinator. I ain't interviewing all these idiots that I know I'm not hiring. Okay, fine. But if he gives somebody the official title, I believe the Rooney rule is you have to have a protocol for the interview process where you're going to interview certain yeah. people. He, Like you said, Chris, he just don't want to do that. And in my opinion, again, once again, I think if he felt that a minority – a person of color was who he wanted, he'd go get him. That's what he would do. Of course he would. You know, he he wouldn't, you know, I don't think that occurs to him to even listen, you know. Chris. I, I I wouldn't have put it past him reaching back out the floor as if all the stuff didn't happen. No. I mean, right? no, he's well, a great you and I coordinator. about the fact that he might bring him back to work with his defense. But, Our defense but, but, was never better in these later years than when Flores had him. Not Patricia. But, Patricia sucks. So Mark, you got Patricia? You got well, Patricia, you no, got Judge Chris, in that You room. should feel better. Patricia's going to, I think, run the draft room. Oh, yeah. You know what, Mark? I, You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals now. That's it. I'm sick and tired of goddamn Patriots. I've been containing myself listening to this shit all week long. You got dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Belichick's becoming one. Joe Judge. Patricia. They had a meltdown last year in, in, after the bye week. What the hell you think's going to happen? Mark, Chris, just just week, Chris, you're giving Mac Jones, you're giving Mac Jones to Joe Judge. Look at what he did to Daniel Jones. He destroyed that guy. That guy is going to be in counseling for the rest of his life. Chris, because of Joe Judge. Joe, Joe, Joe. I think he's Joe. He's getting a little excited, Joe. Set up. Don't screw with my Patriots. 
Chris, listen, in all seriousness, right? Jones, uh, Mac Jones was just runner-up to offensive rookie of the year behind uh, Chase, which everyone right. knew Jamar Chase was going to be rookie of the year. Obviously, Easily. offensive yeah. side of the ball. That's an easy pick. Just like yeah. everybody knew Parsons would be on the, on the defensive side of the ball. Two unanimous easy picks. But So you got a kid, Chris, that performed well. Yes. Now you're gonna put. Now you're gonna give him to Joe Judge. He had one of the best rookie seasons. Be, well, no, uh, after and the, the other thing they're saying, Chris, is Wilson. they think that the other kid that's gonna have some say now is the, the tight ends coach. Belichick likes this kid, Nick Haley, and I don't know anything about him. Mark, all I could tell you is okay. Then you you mentioned the draft. This is the last thing I'll say before we get to we get to Mayo versus Junior. Um, I, we talk about the draft, right? Yep. At least when O'Brien came in, he's got a connection to college. He's got a connection to the SEC where he recognizes it's speed, it's speed, and and those are the guys you should get. He would have pushed back on Belichick a little bit. He wouldn't have been so much a stooge to him. Now, you got Matt Patricia, you got you got Joe Judge. Those guys are going to be sitting there going, Bill, whatever you want, Bill, whatever you want. You want me to get you and your dog for the draft? You want me to get you a cup of coffee? You want me to get you some? I want to go to the restaurant, Mark, and get a, and a big toe sandwich, a big oh, toe whoa, whoa. steak? Let, let me go get that bring up the, Why are you going to bring up the big toe steak? Why? <laughs> toe bring up the big toe steak. I finally calmed down, Joe. He's going to bring yeah. up the big Joe toe Joe Judge steak. is going to be – Joe Judge. Joe Judge should be that guy in the bathroom giving out towels. That's what he should be doing for tips. That's it. So – yeah, Mark, it's it's well. It's, I think that I I think that officially ends that segment, Joe. Jesus Christ! He wants him to go hand out towels in the bathroom. It's just dinosaurs, just dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, we're in the you know. The Chris, the one thing I will say uh, to end that topic whatever. is O'Brien would have brought modern concepts with him from Alabama. They do this. They, no. they got that spread offense in Alabama. He uses the yes. receivers in a different way than Belichick's using receivers, right? He would have brought Waddle some of those. Smith. And Chris, and, you know. But Chris, those concepts Jones is comfortable with because that's what he ran down there. So you weren't going to bring something in. It would have been the old, what McDaniels did, and you would have infused some new concepts to add on to that, which is what you have to do, Chris. Is he checked? I mean, he, he wasn't even at the scene, but he wasn't at the senior bowl last year either. He wasn't but, there last year either, you know. Chris. But but he had Ziegler and those guys, I think, organizing that. So I don't know who was there. Wolf? Patricia. Uh, no, your buddy Patricia was there. Patricia Great. Was there. That's he fantastic. Pencil, That's wonderful. Because he didn't destroy he, he, you know, he went to the Lions. He didn't throw, he didn't destroy too many players there, did he? Mm-mm. So Mayo, listen, because we want to get to our Super Bowl breakdown, yep. but Mayo versus Steve Belichick. You heard Mayo this week, um, eloquent. You can see when you hear him speak. Oh, he's going to be a head coach real soon in this. Coach. Chris, he's going to be a head coach soon in this league. So you heard. So, Mark, tell tell us, talk to talk to them about what was said this week. So, what do we so, hear? So, a couple of different things. So, Mayo says that you know it's 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 you know um, Steve was calling the plays. Belichick was calling plays, but and but and and Steve had input, and and he was. Um, you know, he would run some of the meet. He would run the meetings, and sometimes Steve would run the meetings. But it made it seem like Mayo was controlling the defensive room and running meetings. And 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 behind the scenes, it was almost like Belichick, uh, Steve Belichick, was calling the plays and 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 coming up with the game plan for the week. Uh, at some point, Chris, I think the players they x that out. They shut that right down. I think, and 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 that was confirmed this week. I think by Judon. Because yeah. when Matt Judon was asked this week about the coaching, two things with that, and then I'll let you respond, Chris. He says um, Coach Mayo would stand up at the meetings and, and, and run the meetings, and, and Steve Belichick would run some too, but but he said Steve would run some too, but it was basically like Steve wasn't running anything. He said, but, you know, and Steve would call the plays. So I took from that, okay, you're calling him Coach Mayo and him Steve. Yeah. Like there's, that, that to me shows That's a, subtle a different point. level of respect, right? To me, right? Steve's the coach's kid. Coach Mayo, we respect him. He played the game. We, we got respect for Coach Mayo, right? And the second piece is they asked Judon what happened to the defense the second towards the end, and he says, you know, we were, we we were un, we were we we weren't sticking with the scheme and we were undisciplined. We were doing our own thing. Well, how does that happen, Chris? If you got respect for your DC and he's calling the play and yeah. you're not you're, you're not doing it, you're doing something different. You're freelancing. That was the word he used when we started freelancing. How does that happen, Chris? On a Belichick Collins, coach team? He's famous for that too. Mark, Chris, on a I, Belichick coach team? 
Yeah, it's when you don't if when when you don't when you think when you think you know more than the guy that's calling the play, this is what ends up happening. And you know, Mark, the, the one thing I did see in that that was a great point, the subtle point about Coach Mayo versus Steve. That's I, that's that just a, happened. That just hit me, Chris. When he said that, it really I haven't heard that me. all week long. I haven't heard that all week long. So that's a good point. The other one, Mark, is if you listen to Judon in previous press conferences, he's a fight. He's a he's a happy guy. He's a guy. You know, an he didn't sound it this guy. week, he's, did he? No, he didn't. When he was t- when he was giving that interview with, uh, uh, on Radio Row, he was just monotone. No, there's no Chris, issues. Something's he wrong. He says no. Chris. There's no issues. There's no Chris, issues. Something's wrong you. in that locker room. Yeah, he says there's no issues with the coaching staff. We we you know that's bullshit, Mark. That's bullshit. There is something wrong with the coaching staff. So, Mark, bottom line, so Chris, name, Mayo, do you do? How do you fix name it? Mayo the D.C. So how do you fix it? Name Mayo the D.C. That's it. Right. Mayo's because the D.C. The son, obviously, the son's not going anywhere. He ain't firing his son. Well, he better call somebody up. I mean, we've criticized Mayo saying he hasn't had much experience. But the more I listen to him, the more I think he should get a shot at. Not to mention the fact that if Belichick, well, those stoog- the stooge on the other side of the ball, if he thinks now he's going to focus on the offense <laughs> – you better do something. Mark, it's, it's it's a great point. So that may be at odds, you know, all next Chris, season. I'm going to reiterate what I said about 15 weeks ago, and, and I know a couple of our callers called in and gave us a little bit of crap for, for, me, for me saying it because then the Patriots started to win, and right. we started to talk much better about the coaching and the team. And I'm going to reiterate what I said because I've never gone away from it. I believe Brady went, it's time to redo this thing, it's time for Bill to go next. Bill's going to go, Chris. He's going to go. Yeah. And, and, next, get rid of, yeah. and get rid of all these buffoons with them. Mm-hmm. Bring in a young guy with young, good, fresh ideas, Chris. Like, like McVeigh. McVay, one of those types of guys, right? And let them let them mold Matt Jones. The one in uh, the St. Cincinnati. Yeah. Mark, right. I, I think. And next week, we're going to talk a lot. We're going to talk a lot about this. And especially as we get up, as we make our way up to the combine. Yeah. Who's watching things? Who's showing up? Yep. You know, and, and things like that. So, We'll start figuring out what the hierarchy hierarchy is um, with the Patriots, but I think we're going to be disappointed. So Super Bowl 56, Mark. Super Bowl 56. The Rams, even though they're home, are the road team playing against Cincinnati Bengals. Mark, how do you how do you set? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen here? First of all, I'll say this. How's the Bengals' offensive line going to handle Aaron Donald and Von Miller? Because the right side of that offensive line, Chris, is putrid. So. It, you're going to have to double-team Donald. My prediction is Von Miller's going to have two, three sacks easy yeah, in this Floyd game. Too. Yeah. Floyd, they're going to come off the edges because you're going to have to try to figure out a way to stop Donald, Chris. And they're going to be all over this poor kid, all over him. Yeah, they're the new, the new fearsome foursome over there, like Deacon Jones and those guys and Merlin Olsen back then. Back That's going to be one of the keys to the game, Chris. If yeah. you can't keep this, because if you stop banging this kid on every play, like, the, like we did in 2 to the greatest show on turf. Yeah. How does the kid respond to that in, in, in a Super Bowl? I get what he did in the, in, the, in the Raiders game. Yeah, they sacked him nine. T- uh, the Tennessee game. I'm sorry, they sacked him nine times. I no, get if it. They can do that. What the hell's the what? Are the, that's what I'm saying, Chris. But if you get sacked nine times in a Super Bowl, that's a totally different. Atmosphere. Oh no, you're not getting out of that. And 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 you Burrow know? did great job sneaking out, escaping, all that stuff. It's and by the way, Chris, they got a better. They have a better. Um, the Rams have a better offense than 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 than. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Well, Mark, the last thing I'll say about that pass rush is like like the Giants against Brady. You can get to him with four. They can do some things with Jamar Chase. They'll bracket well, him. They'll bump him. They'll do things. And he, of the game is Chase, right? Yeah, I mean, but you can do things with him to take him out of the game. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be an uphill battle. But you're right. On the other side of the ball, though. What about Stafford? He, he's Chris, he gives you one. He's going to give you one. He gave one to, to, to Tampa that game. He hits the guy right in the chest at the 50. The guy drops it. The guy yeah. don't drop that ball. Tennessee does not come back up. The Rams don't come back in that game, Chris. And and Higby I, is out I'm tomorrow. Sorry, I'm tight end. Tampa Bay. Uh, Chris, my mind, I, I got myself all You're still thinking about that, that bathroom attendant. Yeah. Uh, I'm told, I, I meant to say the uh, San Fran game. Yeah. And, and, the problem, the problem, and Higby is out though for the Rams. And Higby, that's a Chris, big, that's a up, bigger deal than you think. Yeah, he opens up that field, the center of that field for them, Chris. Well, he allows Cooper Cup to be able to run those those deeper posts yep. or those skinny posts too. Yeah, you know, or those out those those corner patterns and things like that. And the nobody other, the talk, other no one talks too. about Higby's role in that, Chris. You know? No, no. 
And so we'll see. I mean, Stafford, yeah, he's going to give, he's going to screw something up. And you hope McVay isn't going to be staring out into the field like some a deer in headlights. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, you that's hope your, that's not he does happen. that. Yeah, what it was that about? He did it. He did, he's done it a few times, Chris. Real poor body language. Real poor. I mean, obviously, we know he did it against Belichick, but he did it in the Tampa game. And he, Chris, he even had that look in the third quarter against San Fran. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. I mean, and that was going against Garoppolo, which you knew he was going to screw up. So Stafford will give one away. He'll do something stupid in this game. He will. It's just a matter right. of that Cincinnati secondary. They're going to get, they, you know, we'll see. They're going to get they're gonna the get tested factor. like they've never have this year. Oh, oh. the X factor in this game. They, it's, it, and I listen, I even, I even, I know with Mahomes and everything, but I think this is a bigger test, a, a, a tougher, in my opinion, a tougher test in Kansas City for that offense. It's just the problem is you got Stafford versus Mahomes. That's the difference. But I think the skill guys on 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 uh, the Rams, they're as good as anybody. Yeah. No. Cooper I, I Cup was a, was was the triple crown winner this year. Nobody talks about the season that Cup had, Chris. Oh my God, it was like a historic season. You know. So, Mark, who wins the game and why? Um, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Rams, even though I told you 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 gave me a lot of shit. When I told you, leading into that first playoff game, I said this team is the real deal. Yeah, and you wanted to play them with New England because you said Joe that cool. Joe Burrow, Chris is Zach Woods, where Joe Burrow is going to wet himself. Well, yep, we're still waiting for him to wet himself. He hasn't done it yet. He's never right? going to let me forget. And I don't know if he's going to wet himself tomorrow, Chris. Yeah, I think the Rams are just going to play better. I don't think it's because it's going to be because Burrow wet himself. I think it's going to be because the Rams come up with a play here or there, like you said, Chris, with the offense. I say Rams 33-30, Rams late field goal, because you you predicted them at the beginning of the season. I said the winner of the Tampa Rams game would win the Super Bowl. I got to go with the Rams. I don't have it as high scoring um, <clears throat> simply because that I think the Rams defense will dictate the tone of the game in my opinion. And so to me, I, I want to pick Cincinnati. Oh, I, like, I too. want to, because it's a great I'm gonna story. Root for I'm rooting for Burrow. It's a great story in an organization that doesn't spend dust no. on their, on their, on their upper Chris, echelon next organization. Week, next week, Chris, I want to get into why can't we get there next year? If Cincinnati got there, but that's, that's next week. Yeah. We're going to break, we're going to break down the result of the Super Bowl next week as it relates to the Patriots. And what can we yep. do to get there? But, I'm 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 at 28-24 the Rams in and the reason I'm I'm giving that I think the Rams are going to jump out to a lead a 10 point plus lead but like Cincinnati has done in every single playoff game they're going to they, Joe Cool is Joe Cool and sorry Joe but he is the new Joe Cool he's going to keep them in the game they're going to come back I just don't know if they got enough to come back all the way this time yeah so I against got against that defense right 28-24 so Mark uh you know, we we didn't get the two minute warning today, but I do. We do have to mention we'd be be remiss if we didn't. Richard Seymour uh, got into he's the ninth um, ninth Patriot to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, what do you think, Mark? Does he is he does he deserve? To oh, be there? absolutely, well deserved, Chris. He was a big part of those early years, those early dynasty years. Congratulations to him. He absolutely yeah. deserves it. Yeah, he's got, I mean, you know, I, I, getting to just the numbers we care about. He has 50, and he had four years with Oakland too, but 57 and a half sacks total. He's got uh, 326 career tackles, 172 assists, 498 assists, you know, tackles for losses. 90. He's got good good numbers, 73, 79 quarterback yeah, but Chris, hits. in his prime, it wasn't they're even not, the numbers. Not he huge was just numbers. dominant. But Chris, yeah. he was just dominant in his prime. Mark, seven-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champ, and from 01, if from 01 to like 05, 06, he was even 07. He was, he was the best at his position, Chris. Yeah. So congratulations to Richard Seymour, well deserved in our opinion. Uh, and the other thing is Tuka Rass retired today. Uh, this week, so yeah, okay, that's it. That's all we're gonna say about that. I mean, he had well, a good we'll, career. We'll, we'll nice, talk about him next yeah, week. Nice steady nice, career, nice but anger for next. Yeah, week. he retired. <laughs> we'll talk about him next week. <laughs> He's all done. So, nice. some people to thank. Mark, this week uh, flew by again. Uh, the good people, special sauce podcast startup. No, no, sorry. What is your special sauce? I'm thinking of the old slogan, Joe. The old slogan. What yeah. is your special sauce? Specialsauce.com. Jag Media Productions. The uh, the good people over at Studio Forty Two Designs. 
uh, studio42designs.com and Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Listen, every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. We have all of our staples, heated hotline, weekly rewind. We will be getting back, as we said, to Celtics Bruins talk. We're going to be doing that. And listen, stick around to Catone's comments. You know you can hear it <laughs> every show. There's something to hear and see. And uh, we'll have a recap of that Super Bowl 56 and break it down. And I'm sure we can sneak in some Patriots talk. So for Mark Catone, Joe Guarneri, I'm Chris Corso. So long, everyone. 